Loud and Proud Champods, brought to you by Ardy Credit Union, Smiths of Drogheda, Lally's Electrical and Playerfit. Episode 248 of the Loud and Proud Podcast. Senior Championship has begun and has given a real injection to the Championship overall. Because the junior is more or less finished. Intermediate really hopping up, hopping up with one round to go. And yeah, senior injection has been very felt very strongly. I'm going to get into that and a whole lot more. But first, Oasis. Yeah, so, right, the Mitchells took care of business on Friday night, that was the game I was at, in Stabannon, the seven, load of seven o'clock games, but yeah, the Westerns just couldn't, couldn't get the shooting boots on, couldn't, if they did, they would have made a right bloody close game of it, but the Mitchells would just had that bit of class, got a bit of a run of scores, kicked a good few points, I'm going to have all the red stars and all the magic moments going to de- depth when uh, the red star pod comes out on Tuesday. And I have a few previews and a few um, few power rankings, I think. Because, yeah, that's, I'll know at that stage then, but a week, who's gone through in that group between... Yeah, group number three, between the Finbars and Toker. The Finbars and Toker, sorry, and, and Light Rangers. Because Annamin and Rovers, they took care of business. They got a win. It won't see them through, but it's nearly scuppered the Knicks in terms of score difference. Like, they were much improved. Tim O'Brien got a great goal, covered every length of the pitch for Anna Minnan, and they'll be back. They'll be back next year, and hopefully um, Kyle Martin, he's a young lad, had an operation on his leg. He'll be, he'll be back. He'll be stronger. So that's another injection of, of a player for Anna Minnan. And getting the win, rocket of a goal to just beat the Knicks, who are on two points, it won't go down to head to head with them and Glide because looking at the what way does it work out? Yeah, so right, so so say if Toker beat Glide or if Glide beat um Toker, they'll both be on four points. And if Glide lose, depending on how much to lose, they need to lose by nine points for the Knicks to win and to go through on score difference as runner ups. So it's looking very unlikely. A hell of a melee seemingly at the end of that game as well. But yeah, so that game's on Tuesday. That was postponed as well. So you have to kind of move on then. And you look at Mitchells. They come in nestled in second place behind the Plunkett in that group. And then Cahill and Gales rattled by Dowdles Hill early on. Justin Halley got an early goal. But that's the end of Dowdles Hill season on the what 25th of August. So another four months there, like with a football and getting things ready to go for the Kevin Mullen Shield. It's it's unforgiving, you know, on a season they didn't win any games whatsoever. And Cahill and Gales measured, got the job done in the finish, slowly but surely. Key McDonald and in Roach as well, Michal McCabe as well stepping up. But yeah, they'll be they'll be a team that no top place team would want to get. Um, so then you move on to Saturday. Right, three games Saturday. Close enough times, a bit t- closer than you would liked with the half four, six and half seven games. But it's the shot, like the Sean Reynolds, Harry Butterley thing, Just it just rolls on to the week. They were stopped getting goals on the Monday and then they just 
Tully Allen tried manfully to kind of stop them kind of playing and then they just get rattled for goals. And just everyone was punishing on a wet, wet evening in, in Glyde. Uh, it was nice to be down in Tanniston actually. Lovely venue type pitch. Fans on top of the ground. I was sitting in the Jeep looking in and I missed John Reynolds' goal for play. Um, the water was coming in the window of the Jeep um, and it was pooling underneath me arse and I got a big shock, lifted up, looked, see the water and I heard this demanding bench roaring. So I missed John Reynolds' goal from play so I'll maybe get that back along with the row within a minute. But it was like, it was a funny game again. There was a that's going to be a cracking game between Roach and Glen Emmys because Glen Emmys showed a lot of grit to get back into that game. And I thought they were actually going to get over the line, but it's the man again being the outlier because they're the only team that are true. Well, I think the Ratleys are more or less true as well from their group, but they're top two from two. Other the other team, the Mahonies were defeated, Kilkerlo defeated, having won the week previous. It's a very much war of attrition at intermediate level and you play two weeks in a row it's very hard I've seen the clans look very polished look very pacey look very direct to turn over the mat and he's 13-9 full value for it and played very well if a look about them the clans I'll say no more I won't pass any further judgement until the weeks go on and then Hunterstown turning a savage second half uh, once again Ryan Bourne stepping up to the plate showing that leadership and give it Hunterstown a real chance in this championship now. Although they have a tricky game with Ireland left as well. That's going to be a hell of a game. Because you see three teams finish on two points. And get carely dumped out of the championship. Um, the Rallies as well defeated on the last game on the Sunday night. Um, against Matt Rangers and Hagerstown. Great to be back to Hagerstown as well actually. Speaking about talents there. That's the first game since the Mockers semi-final against the Marys. Back then. A lot of waters passed under the bridge since that um, since that meeting so yeah the rallies dogged but kind of jaded after the week four trailed Mark and Mark just hung on after Danny Riley's goal before half time and just, just did enough just did enough and that's all you need to do in the championship as well get over line or is it you need to be turned into a performance like Stabannon have been or like the clans have showed as well um, too and then look speaking of performances you go to the Sunday games, and I, I, well, I suppose the dead rubber between the Shans and the Piercy was was won by the Piercy, and the Shans must have been the most unluckiest team ever to lose three championship games, because they, they could have won easily two of them. I'm not too sure about the the game in Roach, but still, Sunday morning all the way up to Roach was I was a funny old fixture to be honest, and then the Malachies, that's the battle for the top of that. Group four place and then they just do the business as well. Once again, it's Darren Malone scored half of their total one five. Colly Rooney again rattling the net, finishing with one two. But yeah, it's then Lear's just ability to get over the line. A lot of bodies come in, coming and going in that side, but they've made it three from three in the quarter final as top seeds. See, it cost them before when Tully Allen pipped them to that place, and then they had to go an awkward route and they were defeated. Now they're in pole position. In the hands, they're going to play a second place team, get into the semi final unscathed, get their bodies back again, and then they're going to shape up and do the, do the job. Much like the Martins, you know, they got the job, 
they got the job done like only can see the five scores but the they themselves left an all, awful lot of scores behind them two fortunate goals really you know Tom Gray's one that just loops over Adrian Rafferty's head and then the last one kind of Valletti was kind of should have been dealt with should have been cleared but now there's plenty of quality in Jack Murphy's scores and some of Sam's booming free kicks but there is like there is that sort of like okay there's, there's still work to be done there with the Martins and they'll have a hell of a te- that's going to be a hell of a game with the Mocklas as well and then speaking of work to do last year's losing senior finalist the Blues very lucky to escape with a with a loss without a loss in Hagerstown, the Joes dominated, had a chance to win a Craig Doherty actually is the last chance after Robert Carr and Kieran Downey missed a couple of scores. But they can turn it on as well, the Blues. You know, they really can. And they, um, Robert Carr gets a goal and you think it's the same as last year, the Joes dominating, but the Blues just crafts themselves back into the game with a goal to their end. But then the Joes, like imagine the Joes were Division 1. Like how much better footing they'd be for a tilt at senior championship, like they rattle the blues. It's funny actually. You look at the the teams that are in the finals all in twenty twenty two losing finalists. The blues rattle with a draw in the opening round against the lower half division two side, but their championships out the window now at this stage. And then you look at the Kevin's defeat the first weekend, and then Glide as well. So all those losing finalists have a long way to climb. And look at they're still there. But just shows that it's still having an effect on them. And then RD really turned it on, like left so many goals behind them to punish the Brides. The Brides did come back into it getting half the total of four points in a row in the second half to put a bit of a polished look about it. But the, but the Mary's like, I don't keep saying stack, but they left players on the bench that was starting every team in the county and in other counties as well, you know, and just had that quality have that assuredness and looking to get players back into form some lads are really showing too speaking more about that in the Red Stars podcast keep sending them in flying in already on Sunday night but yeah like the championship is just rolling um, we're right in the thick of it now big game tomorrow night Dreadnoughts and Geraldine that's going to be a really fascinating encounter very hard one to call as well I did go through that group with Kiwi and Riley as well. So we'll see who comes out on the right side of that result. Um, if you listen back to that champ pod, plenty of times still to do so. And all the champ pods as well, because you have predictions there and who came out on top and who thought to get through. I suppose the Malachys, I think, are the surprise package of the whole lot to come through. The groups in junior anyway. I think the rest of them were fairly predictable, but it might not. It depends on how that uh, next result favours them. You know, they might get through if, if the Finbars put a heavy score on the glide. But that's Tuesday night. That will be decided then. Um, yeah, so really hectic week. Plenty of plenty of action. Another weekend to come. Not as heavy with the junior games. Kind of kind of nipped off. They have a week break before they get into quarterfinal action. That draw, I don't know. It'll probably be Tuesday now. Not sure how they're going to work that out if they're going to do it on the Monday. But um, we'll see. All will be revealed. I'll have plenty of updates on you. Plenty more podcasts to come to preview and Red Stars as well. And send me in your thoughts. What's your feelings on this weekend's action? Um, refereeing wise, I think I, I, owe, I owe John McConnell an apology. And um, there was a black card for the Brides and Robin McCacky. It was a clear goal scoring opportunity in Ryan Rooney. But seemingly you only get a penalty if that's the inter county game. 
I didn't know that. I thought every rule was for every every uh, grade or age or whatever. So that's seemingly only inter-county, so it wasn't a penalty. So my apologies. I'm man enough to apologise on the pod for the whole allowed to hear it. But um, other than that, so many excellent magic moments. I have all them, all, all them dotted around, plenty of notes um, here ready to go on Tuesday's Red Star podcast. But yeah, really enjoying the action. Some teams are putting their hands up. Obviously, I've mentioned there, a couple of teams are out of the championship. The likes of Dowdles Hill, the likes of Hannah Minna Rovers and the Shawns. So unlucky. And the Westerns as well, who lit up the championship last weekend. They're out of it as well. Teams true. And yeah, bring it on, bring it on. Thanks very much for tuning in to the podcast. Thanks for listening. And it's been brought to you by and supported by Ardy Credit Union, Player Fit, Lally's Electrical, and Smith's Outdraw. Good luck, bye bye, and talk to you during the week. Loud and Proud Champods brought to you by Ardy Credit Union, Smiths of Drogheda, Lally's Electrical and Player Fish.